Have you been thinking about launching a podcast for your business, but want to make sure that you're doing it with intention and that it's actually going to be worth your time? I am so excited to be hosting my Launch Your Podcast Funnel workshop. In this workshop, I'm gonna teach you what you need to have in place to launch a podcast designed to work for your business as a funnel with new leads and clients. The workshop will be live on May 16th. You'll have the opportunity to ask questions and get feedback, plus you'll walk away with clarity on how to start launching your podcast funnel. Head to wildhomepodcasting.com slash funnel, and I cannot wait to see you there and help you start your podcast journey. I was doing interviews with some past students and clients to help them see what was possible with summits. We were busting myths. We were doing all of these things that I wanted them to know before they started going through the summit. Why didn't I just do that on my podcast? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) We had hundreds of people going to listen to this private podcast which was like cool, right? It felt exclusive. But I could have got those hundreds of new listeners on my actual podcast instead. So that is what I would recommend. Like, yes, use your podcast to promote your summit, but also build your summit into your podcast. Hi there, and welcome to Share, Strategize, and Shine. I'm your host, Caroline Hull, a podcast strategist and CEO of Wild Home Podcasting. I've built my entire career through podcasts by sharing my experience, using strategic systems, and shining a light on the power of podcasting. If you are looking to cultivate leads for your membership, group program, or consulting services, I'm here to help you create a holistic and integrative podcast strategy that'll let your business thrive. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to Share, Strategize, and Shine. Today, I am so excited to be chatting with Krista of Summit in a Box. Now, I wanted to talk to Krista and have her on the show to talk about summits because when we talk about growth and podcast growth and business growth, I think getting creative is really, really important. And hosting a summit or participating in a summit might be a really great way for you to grow your audience for your podcast and, of course, for your business. Krista helps you replace slow growth and costly marketing strategies with a high-converting virtual summit that will multiply your revenue and lead to your biggest course, membership, or group program launch yet. Her method incorporates highly targeted positioning and feel-good engagement-based strategies that lead to higher-than-average conversion rates, true connections, and making a difference through your summit in a way that creates ongoing benefits for the months after the event wraps up. This is such a great episode for getting a taste of what it will take to host a summit and also what you need to do if you want to participate in summits as a speaker. So be sure to stick around for the whole episode and enjoy. Hi, Krista. Welcome to Share, Strategize, and Shine. Hey, Caroline. So excited to chat with you today. I'm so excited to chat with you because I have been thinking about summits a lot, and I know a lot of my listeners have as well, so I'm really excited to dive in. But first, I would love it if you could just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do and all that good stuff. Yeah, well, I'm Krista, of course. I run a company called Summit in a Box, and my goal there really is to just make hosting summits more accessible to, like, all business owners, business owners who aren't big, huge influencers, but also more likely to return a big ROI, 
than like typical summits that you see done by people just kind of throwing together a strategy. I'll never sit and say that summits are like this quick and easy strategy. But what I will say is that they should give you a significant ROI the very first time you host one. And my mission at Summit in a Box is to make sure that's true. So we have a couple of different programs. Um, we have one that's for people who are more beginner in their business or maybe have one-on-one services. And then we also have a program that's specific to people with memberships or courses, something scalable where you want to launch with your summit because that just brings it to a whole new level of building mm. awareness for your offers, launching through a summit and getting all of those like bigger long-term benefits that summits have to offer in terms of visibility, list growth, just momentum in your business and all of that good stuff. So yeah, we try to make summits as easy as possible. We try to make summits that feel really good to everyone involved. I'm sure everyone listening has seen like gross, sleazy, slimy summits. <laughs> that is not what we're about here. So yeah, I want summits to feel good and give you a really great ROI as a host and for your speakers as well. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna chat more later about this. I have questions for after the call. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why summits? How did you get involved in summits? I definitely never saw this as the thing I was gonna do. I started out doing uh, like one-on-one web web development services for designers, so I was like doing all the things. I was on all the social media platforms, trying all the networking strategies, all the different launch strategies. And I was just kind of at the point where I was growing just at a snail's pace. Like I was getting the clients I needed. I was able to quit my full-time job. But it's like, now what? Like I'm making yeah. three, $4,000 a month when you're considering business expenses in there as well. Like I needed more than that. And I had, I just like felt lost with how to do it. And a summit kept coming to mind for me. This was back in 2017 where like summits were a thing, but they were really only a thing for really big people. Like you right. only saw big influencers doing this. So I just kind of kept ruling myself out like I'm not a big enough deal for this, not going to work, whatever. But there was a day in the car, I can still picture exactly where I was on the road where I just had the realization like I can do this my way and I can make this really cool. At the time, summits were happening like just for really wide audiences, like summits for business owners to grow your business. And I targeted designers. I was like, there has never been a summit just for designers. How incredible would that be? And I did it. And my goal was to add uh, like a few hundred people to my email list and make like two or $3,000. And it felt impossible. I wouldn't even say those goals out loud. I didn't think I could do it. But that first summit grew my email list from 500 people to 1,500 people and made $16,000 right off the bat and booked my services for six months in advance. And for someone who was just like going client to client, that was absolutely life-changing for me. Like there was nothing else that topped that. And I didn't plan for it to be something I taught. I was like, I'm just going to do this again in six months. But people were like, how did you do that? Like, there weren't many courses. There wasn't, like, there weren't people helping with this kind of thing. And they eventually wore me down. uh, And I made, like, a quick offer. I was like, fine, if you say you want to pay me for this, like, let's see what happens. Eventually, I just, I packaged up my project plan. I was like, fine, if you want to pay me, like, 97 bucks for this, let's see what happened. And they did. And I had never, like, put an offer out that people actually bought before. So I was like, what is happening? And here we are. That's amazing. Can I tell you, I actually remember when you started teaching summits. Like I've been following you online for that long. Yeah. Like I've known who you are for a very long time. So I remember when you made that switch over to teaching how to do summits. So that's really cool to hear the the background story. That's awesome. Yeah. Back in the good old days. No, now it's probably the good old days, but (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do. I do. So Can you talk a little bit about what makes a successful summit in your view? Because I think when I look at 
summits and and the possibility of wanting to host one. And we're also going to dig more into like other ways to participate in summits for podcasters. But when I think about hosting one, I get a little overwhelmed by like, you said, I want it to be good. I don't want Mm -hmm. it to be lame. Like, what are the things I need to think about when I'm thinking about what makes a successful summit? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a few different standpoints you can look at it through. And like, on one end of that, you can look at what is it going to mean for it to be successful for my business? So like right. the the easy, the things I talk about most because it catches people's attention are the email list growth and, and immediate revenue, right? Like people like seeing the big numbers, which summits definitely deliver. But honestly, those are not even the most exciting and impactful pieces of hosting a summit for you. They should connect you with other people in your industry who target the exact same audience that you target. So you are connecting with people. You're getting in front of their audiences through this summit, but also you're making connections that will lead to collaborations and opportunities down the road with these perfect fit collaborators. When you do all of that, when you're bringing in thousands of people for the summit, when you're connecting with with other experts in the industry, it just automatically creates a momentum in your business that I have never even come close to experiencing with any other strategy. Like it's just, it just, it can't be matched when you're bringing this influx of people, giving them an incredible experience, making the money, making the connections with them. Like it, you just can't top it. So like, that's what you can look like, look at for your, for your own standpoint, but you kind of hinted at the fact that you don't want to host a crappy summit. So what does that look like? And really it comes down to a summit that makes some sort of impact for your people. And what that impact looks like for you is going to be different based on your industry. Are you B2B? Are you B2C? Is your business built to solve a problem for someone or like, you know, help them have more fun with like a passion or a hobby or something? It's going to look a little bit different, but you need to key in on something specific you're going to help them with and make sure your summit delivers on that. So a lot of times that comes down to how your summit is positioned. So who is the summit for? You want it to be specific. What does it help them do? That needs to be specific and attention grabbing as well. We see a lot of really vague summits. Like you're going to help people grow their business, make more money, be happier, be more peaceful and calm. That's just not what works. That doesn't grab people's attention. So it doesn't work for you, but it doesn't mean anything. What, What do you really want for these people? So you really have to have that in mind throughout. And when you go into your summit, dedicated to making an impact, I usually see the other pieces kind of fall into place where you're creating a great experience because you care about it from the beginning. You care about your attendees from the beginning. So it's not just like this boring event where they're just like watching pre-recorded presentations like, "Mm okay, like why? You know, you're making uh, an experience people want to be involved in that they're excited to be involved in where at the end they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want this to end. Like, can this keep going type of situation that comes into the experience, how you're showing up, how you're interacting, giving them like the attendees, the opportunity to interact and things like that. And then you also want to think about it from a standpoint of your speakers of uh, like, how are you going to give them a great experience too? Because if you want this to turn into collaborations that will be beneficial down the road, they need to have a good experience when they come. So again, that ties back into positioning as well. If you're hosting a summit for the audience they want to be in front of and you're giving those people a good experience and the speaker gets to be a part of it, that is automatically like 50% of the way there. Because like so many of us are paying for Facebook ads and paying to get in front of these audiences and you're you're making that for them. You also want to look at how, you, how can you make it as easy as possible for them to participate and how can you build in the biggest benefit for them as well. 
So like, you know, affiliate commission, that's part of the deal. Some people right. don't care at all about the affiliate commission. I think it's very important to give that because you would not have your summit without your speakers. But usually the most impactful things for your speakers are going to be the list growth and just being seen with right. these other experts out there. So you need to build in ways for them to grow their lists, make money, and like get attention from from this audience. I know that's a lot of different pieces. There's your standpoint, there's the attendees, there's the speakers. Yeah. But when all of those things come together, that's when you're creating a really high quality event that you can feel good about and look back and be like, that's successful. Even like no matter what the numbers were, like that was a success. Did you know that your podcast can be so much more than a hobby? It can be a way for you to attract your ideal client and establish yourself as an authority in your field. But you need a strategy. And that's why we've created the Strategic Podcast Academy, a monthly membership designed to help you build a strategy for your podcast so you can grow your business and get off the content creation hamster wheel. With support from myself and a community of like-minded podcasters, you will create a strategic plan for your podcast and start implementing impactful changes. During our time in the monthly membership, we're gonna cover topics such as customer path planning, content planning for sales, podcast SEO, creating connection with your listeners, email marketing for your podcast, and so much more. So if you are an online business owner, coach, consultant, or service provider, and you're ready to have a podcast that supports your business, then the Strategic Podcast Academy is for you. Head to wildhomepodcasting.com slash membership to join today. There were a couple of things you said that I think I, I really want to point out and drive home. Like you talked about collaboration, mm-hmm. value. And I think that's like really where you should come at it from, right? Like I'm not, not necessarily like, yes, making money and growing your list are the byproducts of that. But I love there's just this idea that like you're really there to create an experience, add some value to the people who are attending and to your speakers, but then also creating some amazing networking relationships and collaborations. And I think when you kind of approach things from that energy, it can really make a difference in how the event goes as well. Seriously. And it makes it all so much more enjoyable when you are focused on how you can serve other people Versus how you can make the most money and get like the most list growth. It feels so much better. (laughs) You're right. Well, and that's, you know, that's really what we're all trying to do, right? We're really just trying to help people. So that makes a lot of sense. So I'm curious, how can you like incorporate, let's say you have a podcast and you're trying and you want to host a summit for your business. How can you make your podcast a part of that? Or maybe I'm wanting to grow my podcast Mm -hmm. through the summit. How can I do that? I love this. So I haven't done exactly what I'm going to say myself only because I wasn't smart enough to. And I did it in a different way instead. But what I would recommend for something like this is to build your podcast into the summit. So something we did with our most recent event we ran was we actually started like a private podcast just for attendees. And before the summit started, I was releasing like bonus episodes in there. Um, So I was releasing episodes that were giving summit attendees like the 101 of how to host a summit. I was doing interviews with some past students and clients to help them see what was possible with summits. We were busting myths. We were doing all of these things that I wanted them to know before they started going through the summit. Why didn't I just do that on my podcast? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) We had hundreds of people going to listen to this private podcast, which was like cool, right? It felt exclusive. 
But I could have got those hundreds of new listeners on my actual podcast instead. So that is what I would recommend. Like, yes, use your podcast to promote your summit, but also build your summit into your podcast. You could even like release some exclusive interviews or sessions for the summit that are only on your podcast. Like there's all kinds of different things you could do. Bonus sessions that are on your podcast, but purposefully build it into your summit rather than just like linking to it here and there where a few stragglers might end up clicking over. Right. Um, There's, you can get a lot more strategic with it. Yeah. I love that. And I also, like, I will say I do love a private podcast. Like (laughs) I always get excited when I see a private podcast. And so I feel like there's a way you could do both and have it be really, really effective. My other question for you about podcasts and summits, I when we were talking about doing the, an, this interview, I was even thinking to myself, could you like, could your podcast host a summit? And could that be an effective way to grow your podcast? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think you could do it that way. Like the audio pod or audio summits are definitely a thing. And I think they're such a good fit for certain audiences Most people do that in a private podcast feed because there's like the quote unquote issue with, oh my gosh, if I put it somewhere public, someone could listen without being registered. But like in my mind, who cares? Like, you know, if your goal is to grow your podcast, I I think that's a really great option. Um, You know, you just might want to consider things like people who are regular listeners of your podcast are probably some of your warmest people. So you could be missing out on some all-access pass sales and certain things that could come from them being registered, but also you could just do your homework ahead of time and give them reasons to want to register. What is yeah. the benefit of getting emails each day? Is there anything happening outside the podcast that they want to know about? Are they going to get a special offer for like your all-access pass or whatever that is going on um, if they register? And I think if you give them reasons for it, again, because they're people or your people, because they're showing up to listen to you week after week there's a pretty high likelihood they're going to follow those steps. Oh my gosh. I have so many wheels turning right now because A, like I think in my brain when I'm thinking about a summit, I think it has to be video, but I have seen a couple Mm. of these audio only summits popping up. And I think it's really a really interesting idea. I mean, you know me, I love audio, like here for it. Are you (laughs) telling me I don't have to be on camera? Here for it. But (laughs) so I kind of love that idea, but really like what, what I hear you saying again is like just adding value. Like the mm-hmm. idea is that we want to give them more, not just the actual sessions, but we want to add some value in other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the value the value in your summit outside of the presentation should still also – like there should still be value there. There's only so much someone can get out of signing up for something and, right. like I said before, just having these pre-recorded sessions to go watch. You need to build in some excitement, build in some, some community. Sometimes the community feel is all people want. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm yeah. learning about this with other people. Like, that is, that's all I need. But sometimes you can build in other ways of helping, other ways of coaching. For me, helping our clients directly is a really – like, it just feels like a big part of what I do. I, I love doing it. It fulfills me, and I can get people results when I work with them closely. So I build that into my summit as well. So maybe where if you had an audio-only summit, you build in live Q&As, live hot yeah. seats, something that makes sense for your business, of course. But there's still other opportunities to be connecting outside of that as well and providing more value. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Everybody knows <laughs> what Caroline's thinking, what she's planning. You know, the other thing I think, too, that is and that I have found a lot of value in as someone who is trying to be more visible and to get out there more, meet more people, collaborate, network, all those good things is actually participating in summits. Mm -hmm. 
Do you have any advice for someone who's like, you know, I, I think I might want to start being a speaker at summits. How do I find these summits to get involved in? Mm-hmm. Or what are your, what do you suggest for starting to kind of put yourself in that space? Yeah. So I will say there is not like a quick and easy answer here necessarily. Like you could do things like uh, there's a website called virtualsummitsearch.com. It's hosted by my friend Jen. Her mission is to connect summits with speakers and attendees. So she promotes yeah. summits, and but she also has a speaker directory. So like go get listed in places like that. Other collaboration platforms, like I'm a, I'm a part of a couple other collaboration memberships and people are always posting about summits in there. So like you can do things like that. I will say the best thing you can do is like be known in your space, connect with right. people, network with people, make friends so that when they're like, I'm going to host a summit, you're the first person that comes to mind. Just because like with the timeline of how summits work, by the time like the general public knows about a summit coming up, it's usually too late. Like the speakers right. are usually there. And like, it's not a bad idea to be like, hey, if a, if a speaker drops out, I'd love to get you a presentation really quick. Do that because speakers do drop out. But the more well-known you are, the more likely you are to be approached. Something else you can do if you already have a platform, a podcast, whatever, Yeah, just make it known that you want these opportunities. Like say, I am looking to be on two summits in the next quarter. If you're hosting one for this audience, let me know. Sometimes that's all people need to extend the invite. I've done that with podcasts before. Like I'm looking to be a guest on some podcasts. Yeah. Let me know. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have five interviews lined up. That was easy. So do right. that for summits as well. Yeah, I love that. So this episode will air a couple, well, a while after, but I literally just released an episode the day before we're recording this about visibility. And Mm -hmm. that was one of the things I talked about a lot was no one knows about you unless you get out there and you put yourself Mm -hmm. in front of people. And so I love that you mentioned all of that because I think as podcasters, it can be especially easy to hide behind our microphones and and say, well, if somebody hears my podcast, they'll want me to come speak. Like they just need to go listen to my podcast. But it really does take like, you know, getting to know people, some networking, doing podcast interviews like this even Mm -hmm. are such a great way to build relationships. So like you said, which I'm pretty sure I said the exact same thing is that when people think of the thing that you do you're the first person they think of. And so I think that's such great advice uh, for getting into summits. And I'm just so grateful for this conversation. Like I I feel like it's so funny how the universe works. I've been connecting with a lot of business owners that I've known for years, but like don't actually know, like have known online. And so I was so excited to have you on because I just feel like I've known you forever. So this was so great. What would you suggest... If someone like me is thinking about hosting their very first summit, what is the first step they should take? What resources do you have for them mm-hmm. so they can start to plan? Yeah. So I'm really glad you asked this question because a lot of you are like me and you have an idea and you're like, here we go. And yeah. you're off to the races. But with the summit, there is some really important ground work you want to do first. As much as I don't want to slow down to set goals, I want you to know what are your goals for this? Is it monetary? Is it to grow your podcast? Is it to get people into your membership or course or program? I want you to know that ahead of time because that will have a really big part to play when you're planning how your event will be positioned and the experience you're going to create through it. So do all of those things. Work on the positioning. Work on a plan for how you're going to go from summit to launch. Like all of these basics. And I know I'm just kind of like rattling off random things. And that's because like 
they're not like super easy things, but we do have um, a free training series that walks you through it. Uh, you could watch it on video. We have an audio option. We have an option where you can read it. So, you know, we were kind of mentioning on here video versus audio summits. We have all the things, but it's a 10 part training series called Summit to Sales, where I walk you through the 10 beginning stages, the 10 first 10 steps of how to create a summit that is going to become your most effective lead generation strategy, cash injection method, and lead to long-term reliable increases in your signature offer sales and just connect you with a whole bunch of really incredible people in the community. Even for those of you who feel like you're not getting traction with a lot of other things, summits are wonderful. So yeah, our summit to sales training series is perfect for that. It is at summitinabox.co slash series. Awesome. We will definitely put that in the show notes. And then where else can people connect with you and follow what you do? Oh, and also listen to your podcast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm over at summitinabox.co. Our podcast is linked there. It's called Summit Host Hangout. You can also just search that in all the places. Um, and I hang out over on Instagram all the time at Summit in a Box. Awesome. Thank you so much, Krista. This was so great. Thank you for having me. That was such a great episode. I know that my wheels are turning and I hope that yours are as well. And I really hope that you take from this conversation that like getting out there and doing collaborations can be such a game changer for your business. And so really just, you know, networking, getting to know people and putting yourself out there. And I love what she said about letting people know that, hey, you're interested in being a speaker. So I really hope that this helps you Think of some creative ways to grow your podcast and your business and possibly host your own summit one day. Be sure to check out all of Krista's resources because she really does an amazing job of teaching you how to host a summit in a really impactful way. And I will be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to Share, Strategize, and Shine. To give your own podcast some shine, download my free podcast content kit by heading to the link in the show notes. Be sure to leave a review and connect with me on Instagram for more podcast strategy insights. Until next week.